We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sanchez gets hit, the ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Keep McPherson on the fan. It's a football Friday, the last Friday of the month. January's almost over. February means spring training starts. Do you like baseball? Hold on, baseball fans. We've got to talk about championship weekend tonight. I thought I knew who I wanted to see in the Super Bowl and what I was going to pick on the fan tonight or who I was going to pick on the fan tonight, and I changed my opinion. About an hour ago. We'll get to it. I'll give you my picks and my thoughts. It's not a freestyle Friday. I don't have any rhymes prepared, but Paulie will probably drop some beats. You never know. I might flow. I'm ready to go. Anywho, Cecil Fielder will join me at 740. Frank Isola, Frankie Ice will join me at 830. It's rivalry week in the NBA. Obviously, we're going to talk Knicks and Nets. 5.30 tomorrow in Brooklyn. The Battle of the Burrows will be taking place. And yeah, man, uh, Cecil Fielder will join me to talk about the Pinstripe Pride Yankees event that I'll be hosting next weekend. And I'm just excited to connect with the fans and the listeners and the callers and talk sports on a Friday night as we proceed. Uh, Today was interesting on WFAN. I heard the James Dolan interview. And I'm not a Rangers fan or a Knicks fan, so I don't have any like built-in hate towards the guy but I will say last night when we played the clip on my show if you were listening late I was on 11 to 2 we were kind of laughing at his presentation on Fox and how uh, he spoke on television I thought he did a much better job on radio so I mean props to Craig and Evan for handling that and I guess Craig you know with the uh, connection to Jimmy D and getting him to come in here I I don't see the guy very much. I was saying last night he doesn't pop out and do a lot of interviews. Maybe they make that a reoccurring thing. I don't I don't know. Maybe uh, three or four times a year he comes here. Like, he was literally here in the station. He was here at WFAN, and when I caught that today, I thought that was cool. So 
Uh, we'll talk about that tonight a little more. We hit it last night. We'll go through all of the things that he talked about with the uh, facial recognition and the you know liquor authority and uh, Madison Square Garden and everything else. Uh, some news for the Giants and Jets fans. For Giants fans, your defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, will have his second head coaching interview with the Colts this weekend. But don't worry, Jim Ursay wants to hire Jeff Saturday so bad. Most likely, Wink will be back. But I don't know. I think Wink is getting up there in age. And if he wants that job, he'll take that job. But surprisingly, Jets fans, Mike LaFleur got a gig. I said, no way. <laughs> Mike LaFleur is headed to L.A., California, dreaming. Sean McVay hires him to be the Rams offensive coordinator. That's a win for him. Uh, he gets out of here. He doesn't have to deal with Zach Wilson anymore. He doesn't have to deal with the New York media anymore. He gets to go to L.A. and uh, work with Sean McVay, and we'll see what they actually turn into out there without all of their picks. What else? In the NHL tonight, keeping an eye on the Rangers. Rangers looking for a win at the Garden facing off against the Golden Knights. And my Devils need a win as well in Dallas facing off against the Stars. We'll keep you posted on the NHL scores in the NBA. There's some good games on Rivalry Week, but really the focus tonight will be on our two teams. They're off tonight because, like I said, tomorrow they'll be facing off in Brooklyn. And, you know, after the Knicks beat the Celtics last night, I said that's the win of the year for the Knicks. Like, that was impressive to me. I was surprised that they went to overtime after, like, collapsing a little bit. You thought it was the same old Knicks. You thought the Knicks were going to give that game up. But they stood tough, and they're led by Julius Randle right now, who's been doing his thing. Um, the Knicks beating the Celtics. The Celtics are 9-0 and in their last nine games against the Nets, and the Nets are 8-0 and in their last eight games against the Knicks. I think if there ever was a time for the Knicks to end this losing streak against the Nets, it's right now without KD and potentially without Ben Simmons. And uh, definitely going to talk to Frankie Ice about Ben Simmons. We'll see uh, what the deal is with him. But, yeah, we're still talking Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers. I just feel like at this point, if it doesn't happen, it's like the next Carlos Correa to the Mets type of story. Like, why would you even hire Nathaniel Hackett after after the season he just had in Denver? Like, why would you bring that guy here if it's not to get Aaron Rodgers? But everybody knows Denver hired him with the thought that they would get Aaron Rodgers, and that didn't happen. The Jets have to see it through. Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk and those guys have to see it through. I can't wait to hear from Aaron Rodgers now that we have more uh, developing on that, now that Nathaniel Hackett has been hired as the Jets' offensive coordinator. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We'll talk about all of that. And by the end of the night, uh, by the end of the night, I am working on what I call my local player rooting guide for this weekend. Um, it's it's just gotten deeper. I started off putting together like players that are playing this weekend because obviously we you know the Jets are out, the Giants are out. So I was looking for players that played at like Rutgers, Temple, Penn State, Pittsburgh, you know, just like a local feel college-wise. And then I started thinking deeper, like, are there guys playing that are from New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut? And then I, I started wasting too much time getting too far in the weeds. But I'll give you some guys to root for uh, this weekend by the end of the night. And a guy that I'm rooting for that I was surprised to hear this about today, but happy to hear this. Jeff McNeil is the $50 million man. Jeff McNeil signs his extension today. 
And we kind of knew that this was coming, right? Uh, he posted on his Instagram not too long ago that he was, like, outside of City Field, and then we saw him at the Ranger game. And uh, this guy just won a batting title. Jeff McNeil, the flying squirrel, he is a Met, and uh, he wants to stay a Met. He's a New Yorker. He wants to stay in New York. But with all of the money being thrown around to these baseball players, to see a guy take a $50 million extension and not try and have a $300 million contract, you got to root for a guy like that. I think he's just a quiet, humble type, and uh, he wants to be on this Mets team. He wants to help the Mets bring a World Series back to New York. And he signs his extension, and I'm happy for that guy. Mets fans, call me up and tell me what you think about your batting champ tonight. Yankees fans, I guess we can keep talking about left field. I guess we can keep talking about Josh Donaldson, IKF. But really, just just wait, just wait, just wait. It's now less than a month until games start in spring training for the Mets and for the Yankees. We will get there. We will get there. We will get there. And we'll get there very soon. Other than that, as we are approaching the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship, I told you that I kind of swayed my opinion, right? All week I've been saying Eagles, Bengals, Eagles, Bengals. I'm still on the Eagles just because I believe at home uh, with all the talent they have and, no offense, Giants, the easy first-round matchup that they had. Obviously, they were on a bye first round. But the first game they played, uh, they barely broke a sweat. The Bengals, uh, I'm looking at the Bengals differently now. I think I just said on my way into Zach Gelb and Lugie, how do the Bengals go from being the team that was disrespected from the coin toss to the neutral site, um, all these different things. They go from being the team that was disrespected to doing all of the disrespecting. They're calling Arrowhead, Burrowhead. Eli Apple was trolling all week. Um, against the Bills and and DeMar Hamlin as if, like, these guys already have won the Super Bowl and don't potentially have two more games to play. And obviously we know that the Bengals are 3-0 against Mahomes, and Mahomes is compromised. We all watched the game. He he sprained his ankle, and I don't care what they tell you. The the kid is not 100%, but he's going to give it a go. Here's what swung it for me today. There's one thing to be trolling online. It's a whole other thing to do this. Now, this is a clip that we're going to play, and it's the Cincinnati mayor speaking on behalf of the city and the Cincinnati Bengals. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test, confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pierval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you. Say what? (laughs) You want him to take a test to see if he's the father? Patrick Mahomes' father? We know Patrick Mahomes' father. Pat Mahomes, he played for the Mets. You guys know this guy. He's famous. 
right? He's a big part of the reason that Patrick Mahomes is who he is. I think that crossed the line. It's one thing to troll on Twitter. It's one thing to have a little fun calling their stadium Burrowhead. Now we're going at daddies. Now we're going at Patrick Mahomes Sr. And I just think a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you don't want to push to the limit. He's such a competitor. You saw it in the game last week. He did not want to come out of that game. He's already healing like Wolverine. They saw that today. He's icing up. He's ready to go. And he's the type of guy I think that's going to die on that field before he lets Joe Burrow and the Bengals disrespect him, his family, and leave there with a win. I cannot wait for these games. I'm rolling with the Chiefs now, and I think we're going to see the Andy Reid Bowl, the Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and we need the Chiefs to win, and we need Mahomes to get another Super Bowl to keep solidifying. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. His legacy. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Oh, yeah. It's that bounce right here. You know, DJ Pauly on the ones and twos. Don't get me right. Your boy KM to AM. You've got me until midnight. We're going to hit a couple quick calls, take a break. We'll bring Cecil Fielder in. We'll wrap with him, take another break, take some more calls, get Frankie Ice to come in and talk some hoops. And then after that, I'll reset the table and we'll continue the sports talk with the greatest fans in the greatest city in the world. Let's do it. Tommy. No, Richie. I hit the wrong button. So Richie in Queens is first. Go for it, Rich. Hey, what's going on, Keith? You know, hanging out, happy to be here. It's Friday night. I'm feeling good. And it's happy to talking to you, as always. You know, a um, couple of things. You know, I, I kind of I'm, – I'm going back and forth with the Bengals-KC game, too. I totally agree with um, with with, uh, with the Philly game. I, I think Purdy's a great story. But the more I look at this game in that in a cold, kind of cold weather – it's not going to be that cold, I guess. But in their stadium, four guys over 70 uh, – over seventy sacks. Great. I love I love Slay and Bradbury. Um, in that game last week, they were begging your team, Dallas, to just score a couple of touchdowns. They would have lost that game. The Niners. Um, yeah, and let me add hurt. something to that with you. You know, um, I think the Cowboys put on tape what to do against their offense. The Cowboys just didn't have any offense. And also, no. Brock Purdy. I mean, he's had a little bit of the luxury of playing at home. You know, yeah. um, he faced. Uh, so he's he's had two playoff games at home. When he went to Vegas to face the Raiders, that game went to overtime. 
And the Raiders yeah, were really. playing Jared Stidham. Um, if you go back further, you know, um, he they beat the uh, they beat the Buccaneers at home. They beat the Commanders at home. They're not at home. They're going to walk into Lincoln Financial Field and feel the wrath of those Philly fans like we talked about all last week. Don't go there. It's crazy. And it was a nightmare for yeah. any Giants fans that went there. It, it's probably going to be a nightmare for any 49ers fan that goes there. It'll be a closer game. But I expect, I expect smash-mouth football, these offensive lines versus defensive lines, to duke it out. And when it comes down to it, right, Brock Purdy doesn't have the ability to run like Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts isn't having nope. a great day throwing the ball, they run that zone read all the time. They're going to be able to get yep. yards like that. If it comes down to Brock Purdy having to make a play, I think it's really like George Kittle that can take advantage of them. But their DBs are going to have Iuke and, and Debo covered. Uh, I, I just think the Eagles are rested. And they're ready to go. And we didn't see enough of A.J. Brown last week. I guarantee you see more of him this week. But go ahead. Uh, Brown is a stud. I, I, I love Smith, but I think Brown is their real big, tall, go-to guy. And they're caught in guard. It's been great at tight end. And, you know, you mentioned their, de- you know, their de- Philly defense. Uh, I, I've always loved Fletcher Cox. Cox. He is such. A, he is just a football player. And you know, obviously Graham and Sweat. But you know the amazing thing? When I go back to 85, how good the Bears were. And they were great when they had 72 sacks. But, Keith, they didn't have the guys like they have today, Number two factors. Number one, you really can't bang around the quarterback. So to get 70, you know, to get 70 sacks, plus they were not as swift back in 85. There was maybe four or five guys that could really run. So for them to get 70 sacks in this day and age, really impressive. Hassan Reddick. um, yeah. Sweat. They have they have they have monsters at DN and they have monsters on the on the inside. Brandon Graham is a veteran. You already mentioned Flex, yeah. Fletcher Cox, and you know Trent Williams is over there for for the Niners, and they've got a good offensive offensive line too. I just everything I keep looking at, I'm like, it's the Eagles' game to lose. If Jalen Hurts isn't throwing the ball well, he can still run the ball. I just don't see the Niners going on the road with this rookie quarterback and being able to um, you know put up enough yeah, points think- to beat them there. I agree. I think the story comes to an abrupt end. You mentioned McNeil, good signing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's 30 years old. I love McNeil. Uh, I wonder how it's going to work out with the ship because he was one guy that took advantage of the ship. I'm really, in, I'm really psyched with baseball. You know, my team. You know, I'm a Giant fan. We picked up Stripling. We picked up Anik. I think Conforto is going to have a really good year, and I really do. I think he's going to be a real plus choice because our outfield is horrendous. The uh, San Francisco Giants are going to be interesting. I, I think it's just going to be a tough. They're wild card. They'll yeah, be a wild card. It's going to be a tough and, go in your own division, but you never know. Absolutely. They've got a, they've got a few new guys, and they're trying to get something going, and uh, we'll see. Yep, and the other thing, too, real quick, I don't see the fascination with Rodgers, with the Jets, to give up what they're going to give. You know, huh. we, we, we both agreed that if the, if, if the Jets had a quarterback, or a decent quarterback, they, they would have been in the playoffs. They're obviously not going to win. They're not built to win. I don't like Rodgers. I've told you before. I think the last three years, that Detroit game was horrendous. That's a, that's a playoff game. The Tampa Bay the year before at home, they lost. And the year before that, they lost uh, two years ago when they lost the 49ers in the first round. Yeah, I think it's time so to have a change a guy, of scenery. You yeah, know? he's 39 years old. So give a, get a guy like, you know, get a Garoppolo cause, or somebody like him where you're not going to give up the ship. You know, because first-round guys, are, uh, first-round picks are big. Look with Charles Gardner and picking up uh, Wilson. So I am not doing that. I, I just think they're not ready. If it's a team, team that's ready, maybe. But even still, he's not the guy that was four years ago. So I don't see the fact. I, I don't know how you feel about it. But to me, 
to give up everything to get this guy when this team's really not on the verge of winning a championship, on the verge of getting to the playoffs. Give me a good, steady quarterback. Let Wilson learn from him and then make a decision down the line. Do you feel that way or no? Oh, I, I don't, but I'll tell you, Richie, thanks for the call. The fascination with Aaron Rodgers and Jets fans is that this will be the best quarterback they've ever had. <laughs> By a lot. The fascination with getting Aaron Rodgers is that he could take you to a championship. He could win an MVP, reuniting with Nathaniel Hackett. Didn't he win back-to-back MVPs with Nathaniel Hackett? He's played pretty well with that guy. And when you look at where the Jets were with subpar quarterback play, the fascination is if you put Aaron Rodgers here, you don't have to coach that guy. You don't have to worry about that guy. And when you talk about hitting on Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, how many misses have the Jets had in the first round? They hit now, yeah, but it's not a guarantee they're going to hit again. They hit with Sauce. They hit with Wilson. They hit with Brees Hall and even Jermaine Johnson. Man, trade those picks and get Aaron Rodgers. At this point, if you don't and you settle for a Jimmy G, it's just it's not going to be it because we talked about this last night, even with like Dan Orlovsky and some fans suggesting Jordan Love. No, Jets fans have been in misery. And this year, they should have made the playoffs if they just had a stable quarterback. Not Zach Wilson, who I don't, I don't know what to say about the kid. I'm tired of saying his name. Mike White, the Mike White hype, right? The fascination with Aaron Rodgers. Look at how Jets fans got so hyped up about Mike White. Man, if Aaron Rodgers is willing to come to the Big Apple, you go get that guy. You talk to the Packers, you get that done. They should be on the phone every day. That's why I said I can't wait to hear Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee or anything from him. He's supposed to be besties with Nathaniel Hackett. The writing is on the wall. The fascination with Aaron Rodgers is you're getting a multiple-time MVP, a Super Bowl winner. That is not done. You got Tom Brady playing until he's 46. Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that has a chip on his shoulder just because the wind blew his hat off. He's the type of guy that anything can motivate him. He's not like Brett Favre coming here. He might be motivated to come here and win a Super Bowl and do better than Brett Favre did. I don't know. When you hit on these kids like they hit last year, you can't guarantee that that's going to be the same result next year. But I can guarantee if you give up two first-round picks from Aaron Rodgers, you don't have to worry about the quarterback position. Joe is in Colonia on the fan. Go for it, Joe. Hey, Keith, th- thanks for taking my call. I have a uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers. What do you? What are the percentages of him coming to New York? I mean, I'm not a math major, and I don't even have a guesstimate. But I think, like, if you don't go hire Nathaniel Hackett, you don't have Woody Johnson talking about we'll pay whatever, you know, I got the money to spend. And now, yeah. I, I said last night, Jets fans have to be so relieved that all year you saw Rob Sala meet the media and say, we're not making a quarterback change. Zach Wilson's our guy. We're going to go through hell and high water. To Now, what did he say yesterday? He said, we're committed to finding a veteran quarterback. Well, look no further than Aaron Rodgers. That's the guy you start with. You try to get him, and if you can't get him, then you default into Jimmy G or Derek Carr, and you can't really go to Jordan Love, Gardner Minshew, because those guys are going to, like, those guys aren't going to put you into the championship caliber team that this team could literally be with that defense and some of the weapons they have on offense. And you know what? What I'm kind of leading up to is, if Aaron Rodgers does come to the Jets, I know you're Zach Wilson and all that stuff. I talked to you before about him, but if Aaron Rodgers could come to the Jets and Zach Wilson can sit there and 
learn for two of years him. with a guy that he's already friendly with that he has a relationship right. with that he idolizes. Yep. It, it, to me, that would be better off doing that and then bringing in like a car or someone. At least you have a young guy. Zach Wilson learned. was quoted when they asked him about a veteran quarterback coming in. He was quoted saying, I'm going to make it hell for that guy in practice every day. He's not, well, yeah. not going to have that energy with Aaron Rodgers. He loves Aaron Rodgers. That's his favorite quarterback. Yeah. That's his friend. Exactly. And if you want to salvage Zach Wilson, the cockiness and arrogance that we've seen from this young man, that goes It'll away when Aaron Rodgers is teaching him. Yeah, and, and that's what I think he needs. Bring Aaron Rodgers in, teach his kid, keep your mouth shut, learn something, and, you know, maybe we'll have a quarterback in the future. And thank you for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Joe. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we're going to talk about it every day until we know definitively if it's going to happen or not. And I, I can't tell you the percentages. I'm waiting to hear more. I want to hear if Aaron Rodgers is interested in living in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, wherever. Probably New Jersey. This guy's got a ton of money. This is a guy making $50, $60 million. Like, he's, he needs a mansion in North Jersey somewhere. Is he interested in coming here? I think he is because... He's the type, this guy, why would this guy come out and tell the world that he's in South of America doing ayahuasca? Nobody asked him for that info. He doesn't care what you think about him, right? They asked this guy if he got the shot. He said, I'm immunized. He's a different kind of guy. He's just like, he thinks his own, he thinks on his own. He, he, he moves to his own drumbeat, whatever you want to say. That's the kind of guy you bring to New York. He's not going to be rattled by... Uh, Brian Costello and Rich Samini, shout out to them. Uh, you know, not you know, just throwing their names out there. Jets media, they're great. But you know what I'm saying? Like Zach Wilson was rattled by these guys. Oh, I'm, I'm convinced nobody outside of this room knows what they're talking about. Outside of this locker room knows what they're talking about. Go get Aaron Rodgers, and immediately the Jets become contenders. And I don't want to hear about Green Bay and uh, you know how it ended there because it started to end there as soon as Green Bay drafted Jordan Love. And I just talked about the chip on this guy's shoulder. Man, he he probably wants out, and he he already lived through him being drafted and Brett Favre moving on. He knows the writing is on the wall. We'll see what happens. Let me take one more call before we go to break. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. I got you, Tommy. Go for it. Keith, you're pretty good. I love you, man. But um, what, what's going on with Zach uh, Prescott? About, I heard earlier he may be on the market. Why? Dak Prescott? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why would Dallas trade him or lose him? Why? He's not going anywhere. Jerry Jones def- Jerry Jones defaulted into having to pay him $40 million a year. He's on. He's under contract till 2026. What they so need what to do... The room- Why was the rumors with... Uh, there's rumors uh, on Evans everything. Evans and Carton, all these people. Why? There's. I mean, there's a ton of rumors, especially in this digital age. Anybody on Twitter can have a verified badge and write something on Twitter that Dak Prescott's on the trade market. They're not trading him, and, uh, you know, they're evaluating Kellen Moore right now. What I honestly think, being a miserable Dallas Cowboys fan and watching, they need to figure out the offensive coordinator spot. I think the play calling doesn't help Dak, and then they also need to put weapons around him. When I say that Jerry Jones defaulted into paying him, he defaulted into paying him all that money, and then he let... Amari Cooper walk, right? Or he got rid of, I think they, I don't even know if they, I think they traded Amari Cooper for like a fifth round pick or something, like a fourth round pick. What do you think about McCarthy saying there? How long? Uh, he's got one more year because Dan Quinn is coming back 
And if right. they have a first-round exit or don't win into the divisional round next year, they're going to elevate Dan Quinn to head coach. And well, McCarthy's going to be gone. Dan Quinn could have won anywhere mm-hmm. he wanted to. He's already been a head coach that's taken a team to right. a Super Bowl. He's he's gotten head coaching opportunities or interviews the last two years. He's coming back because he's got Micah Parsons. They have a great relationship. He doesn't want to leave arguably the best defensive player in the league. And he also knows Jerry Jones is going to pay him, take care of him. And if Mike McCarthy comes up short, there's yeah. your head coaching job right there in Dallas. Yeah. Thanks for the call, uh, Tommy. You know what the Cowboys need to do? And this is this is where they made the mistake. They gave all that money to Dak and Zeke. Zeke sucks. He's cooked. But he finessed Jerry Jones into six years, $90 million. The Giants cannot give that kind of contract to Saquon. It, it does. It's not going to work in this NFL. Not for running backs. Dak needs... Better receivers. How many times did he throw to Noah Brown this year? Do you know who Noah Brown is? I mean, I do because I watch the team. Dak needs to have a number one receiver. CeeDee Lamb became one, but he wasn't in the beginning of the year. Amari Cooper was. The Cowboys gave up a number one pick for Amari Cooper, and then a couple years after that, didn't want to pay him. You needed that guy because that guy just running clean routes opened up things more for Dak to be able to see who to go to and make his reads and stop forcing things. What I saw from Dak Prescott this year was that he tried to do too much. He started thinking too much. Instead of going through his reads, he was trying to get crafty and and audible and go to the backside of the play. What I saw from Dak Prescott was a guy that felt like, it's on me. I have to do it on my own. And what you saw in that playoff game was their number one offensive weapon, Tony Pollard, break his fibula or something like that. And then once he was done, you have Fat Zeke, who has no speed, and you had Dak panicking. It's like, okay, Dalton Schultz, Dal- Dalton Schultz and uh, CeeDee Lamb. Against the Niners defense, they shut those guys down. He forced the ball to CeeDee Lamb. He targeted him 13 times. It was not enough. He had two interceptions, and Dak did that seven times this year. He led the league in interceptions, and he missed five games. And that's a $40 million quarterback in this league. Not good enough. Keep McPherson on the fan. We got to take a break. We're going to get Cecil Fielder next, right? Cecil's going to call in. We're going to talk Yankees. We're going to just catch up and uh, tell you guys about this Yankees event going on at the American Dream next week. Don't go anywhere. Call us up, though. You'll, you'll be on hold. And if you guys are on hold, stay on hold. We'll talk to Cecil real quick. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Right back at it on the fan. Joining me right now is the Yankees OG, the legend, Cecil Fielder. What's up? What's happening? What's happening? You know, I had to get to you before it got too late on a Friday night. We know you need your beauty rest. Hey, we know you got to get your sleep folks, in. All folks go to bed early. You know that? <laughs> I do know that. I envy it sometimes. I barely sleep. I went to sleep at 4 a.m. last night. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. I was, I was getting up when you went to sleep. <laughs> hey, well, thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to see you next weekend. Uh, American Dream, the mall over there, across from MetLife Stadium. Pinstripe Pride, Yankees legends getting together. I'm getting to host it, but like, I feel like a fan. I mean, I am a fan, but I feel like a. Well, you, uh, you, hey, let me tell you, 
Come you got to be a fan. There's, there's a reason why you're a fan. I'm going to tell you that right now, Keith. You know why you're a fan? Because, listen, the lineup that they put together is crazy. I mean, I mean, I was looking at the list of guys from Brocious to Oswaldo Cabrera to Humberto uh, 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 Colon. Uh, you got Coney. You got you Master got Chili, Cortez, you got, Mariano Rivera, I mean, on, Bernie man. Williams, Hideki Matsui, Andy Pettit. I can I can run through everybody's names. <laughs> that's just on Saturday, and then you got the big dogs coming out. Me and Conseco. You know, you got the, you got Doc, you got the Goose, you got Straw, you got Tim, you got Bucky Willie. Dad. I had Goose I mean, on. on uh, man. I had you Goose on Jeff. earlier in the week. You got my boy Bernie Williams. I mean. Come on, man. Susan Wallman, John put, Sterling. For them to put this list together and these folks say that they come, and this is definitely, definitely a Yankee outing. No yeah, question pinstripe about pride. it. I feel like it's a Yankees, a Yankees kickoff to the season. Like before spring training, you know how we all get the itch right before spring training for baseball. We're getting everybody together next Saturday and Sunday, February 4th and 5th at American Dream in East Rutherford. You know what's crazy? The tickets are only 15 bucks. But to get all these people together, I'm like, how much are they paying everybody if the tickets? I have no here? idea. But let me tell you this: you got Kit Kat too. Jim Cotton's gonna be there, and you know my dude Liquor Hayes. His grandma called him Liquor. Charlie Hayes <laughs> is gonna be there. I mean, we're gonna Mickey we're gonna Rivers, Doc Gooding, Wade Boggs, Java Chamberlain. So talking, a lot of trash talking. A lot of trash talking. Yeah, I just can't wait to be there with everybody in the same room and. uh it's 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. And if you go to HallOfFameSignings.com, you can see what time everybody's scheduled. Everybody's not going to all be there at 9 a.m. I'll be there at 9 a.m. because I'm hosting. But we've got a schedule where everybody's going to pop in. It's current Yankees, former Yankees, and then people that call the Yankees. Even, like, my guy Brian Hoke, who's a Yankees reporter, is going to be there. And, uh, you know, you're, you're the boss, Cecil. I, I want to play you something. I don't know if you heard this yet, right? So... The other night I was just watching YouTube. I don't know. Sometimes late at night when I can't sleep, I just scroll through YouTube. And uh, I saw your, your boy Derek Jeter, right? That's your your young guy, Derek Jeter. And yeah. he, he had a little special with GQ. Let's see if we can play the clip and hear what he said about you. He he had this, like, fashion thing with GQ, um, and he mentioned you in it. Let's play the clip, Paulie. June 97, <laughs> you're at a fundraiser with Cecil Fielder and Tino here. It was also your birthday, apparently. Either that or I wore the same outfit. Who were some of your teammates from the earlier years who you looked to for style guidance? I don't I don't know if I want to necessarily say I looked to them for style guidance, but I can give you the teammates that thought they had the best style. Cecil Fielder is one. Ruben Sierra is the other. So go back, look at some old photos of Ruben Sierra and Cecil Fielder. These guys thought they were the best dressed players of all time. <laughs> and I think if you sat them down now, they would tell you the same thing. <laughs> OG. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. Did you watch that? Did you see that yet? No, I had never seen that. But I'm going to tell you, that kid was with me every day, all day. And I'm going to tell you, oh, I was ready. You know, when I came out, I was ready. <laughs> I was always ready. Always. Hey, they, you were dressed to the nine. You got When you go to go to YouTube, type in just Derek Jeter GQ. Uh, maybe tomorrow, cause I know you gotta you gotta hit the hit the bed. But you know how I do it. I might, I'm, cause I'm I'm getting up early. I gotta fly to Detroit. Uh, one of my coaches' son now is the coach at uh, 
Eastern Michigan, and I'm gonna speak at his dinner nice uh, tomorrow. So you know, you gotta you gotta give back like that sometimes too. You know what I mean? Of course, you're booked and busy, and man, I appreciate you taking the time tonight. I, I'm not gonna keep you too long. Anything else you want to say to New York City and the Yankees fans? Hey, we coming. I'm gonna tell you this, like Dion said in Colorado, we coming. <laughs> I love it. I'll see you Saturday, Sunday. No, you only be there Saturday. I'll see you Saturday. Well, I'll be there. I'll be there. No, I'm gonna be there both because I got I got some things to do Saturday. But I'm gonna I get in Saturday, but then Sunday I, I go I go uh, uh, to the public. So I'm gonna try to get everything done on Saturday and then go to the public on Sunday. Awesome. We're gonna have a good time once again. This is Cecil Fielder. We'll be at American Dream in East Rutherford Saturday and Sunday, February fourth and fifth. And tickets are on sale at HallOfFameSignings.com. It's $15 just to get in. And then there's some other packages and prices. Check it out. If you're a Yankees fan, you don't want to miss this. If you like getting autographs, signed baseballs, hats, uh, photos, this is where to be, and I'll be hosting it. Hey, OG, thank you for joining us on The Fan. Uh, my man, we coming. We coming. I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, folks, let's take another break here. And uh, I want to get to some calls. I'll reset the table after we break. I'll bring all the topics back, and we'll get right back to the phones. Keep McPherson on the fan. Don't go anywhere. I will be right back. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship, the most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. FM on a Friday night, the last Friday of January. Let's go. I'm trying to slide right through this winter into the spring. Groundhog's Day coming up. Punxsutawney Phil, do what you got to do so that the winter is shorter and that the spring comes faster. I don't know, see your shadow or whatever that thing is. It doesn't matter. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'm going to take two calls quickly before we go to the break and the update. I'm not going to completely reset the table yet. I mean, we're talking NFL playoffs. It's championship weekend. We're about to find out who's going to the Super Bowl. And uh, I changed my pick. I want to see the Kelsey boys. I want to see the Kelsey brothers in the Super Bowl. I want to see Andy Reid knock off his former team and stop them from getting another ring. I want to see the Bengals lose now. I think the Bengals are a young team that's just wrapped up in this social media age, this digital age of trolling and taking things a little too far. You know, I, I thought they crossed the line having the mayor talk about Burrow taking a paternity test to see if he's Patrick Mahomes' father when Pat Mahomes Sr. is a legend in his own right. You know, we saw last week, right, the Giants were in Philadelphia and their hotel had some issues with the water, you know, shenanigans. Philadelphia is going to have some shenanigans ready. Maybe Kansas City has some shenanigans ready for Burrow and the Bengals since they took it that far getting the mayor involved. I don't know. Let's see what people are talking about on these phone lines. My guy Josh in the Bronx. You have me cracking up. Thanks for taking my call very <laughs> quickly. Like I told you last week, look, I want the Sandy Reid thing very badly now. 
Philadelphia and Kansas City. I'm with you. Thank you for taking my call so you can move on. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Josh. Have a good one. Um, NHL update while we're at it. The Rangers. The Rangers are up quickly. End of the first, 2-0. 8.30, the Devils get going. But uh, for my puck fans, for the hockey fans, the Rangers are up 2-0, looking pretty good. Here's a hockey fan that calls a fan, my guy Ross in Bergen County. What's up, Ross? Hey, Keith, what's going on, man? First time, long time, in a way, kind of. I haven't been able to call all week. In a way. <laughs> first time, yeah, long. Right. First time, long time, but a short time. Welcome back. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I know I'm kind of short on time here. You're coming up towards the update, but I kind of want to cover a little bit of everything. Uh, I know I put on the screen NFL and NHL, so I'll start there with the NFL. I think you you nailed it right on the head. You know, I don't understand this uh, this Bengal type, and I know given they were they did uh, they won the AFC the AFC last year, making it to the Super Bowl, but I don't understand this this Bengal type after one dominant win in Buffalo. You know. I, I, I would have never seen this coming, but I feel like the Chiefs all of a sudden are kind of being slept on a little. You know, people are saying uh, Mahomes might not be 100%. I don't know about you, but I'd probably take a, a 70%. Mahomes is 70% over like three-quarters of the league. Yeah, bro. He's still one of the best ever to do it. And, and that's with Burrow under center on the other side. And the only game that matters is now. The past doesn't matter. And like you yeah. just said, the, the Bengals played two playoff games. They're a Tyler Huntley inch away from going down in that game, right? The swing in that game, everybody knows what happened, and uh, I just think they're they're yeah, putting too much too much bulletin board material out there for the Chiefs. I want to see the Chiefs knock them off and humble them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, even for a while when they were, they didn't know if Mahomes was going to play or if he would, you know, it would be like 50, he's playing. 50. He, they, they, he didn't want to come yeah, out of the game. They were last underdogs week. for a couple of days. I mean, that was unbelievable. Here's something for you. You're a Jersey guy. I'm putting together my like local rooting guide. Isaiah Pacheco, the kid went to Rutgers, seventh-round pick. They're going to run the football. He's a jitterbug. He's got a lot of speed and energy. They're going to run the ball with this kid. He's a rookie. He's got energy. His legs are still fresh. Look out for number 10. He took the jersey right off Tyreek Hill's back. They're going to give that kid the ball, and that's going to help Mahomes for sure. That's the thing. You brought it up, too. You know, he, he lost one of the best receivers in the league, and, and a lot of people, myself included, kind of, you know, factored that in. We didn't know what he'd be like without – you know, having Cheetah running down the field for 70 yards, being, you know what, lob it up in the air, he's, he's down there somewhere. He's got Juju Smith, well, he's got Kelsey, obviously, still, but as far as uh, wideouts, he's got Juju as his number one target, and he doesn't miss a beat. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. I might put him in my local right. guide. I got a, put right. a list of former uh, Jets and Giants that are playing. I got five hours to try and do all this. But Kadarius Tony, they didn't really get him that active last week because, you know, Haney came in, Chad, Chad Haney had a. You know, a drive. Look for Kadarius Tony to get the ball this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot they added him halfway through, uh, halfway into the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the NFC, I'd probably take Philly. You know, obviously San Fran all around. They're solid, but I think Brock Purdy. You know, you know Philly's a, da- a dangerous place to play, man. You know, there's no, it's no joke. You know, he, he's played at home the whole postseason, so going into that atmosphere, it's kind of a whole different story. I'm taking Chiefs Eagles for my Super Bowl. And I'm probably taking the Chiefs over him, so that's my pick on record. Uh, I wanted to real quick, wanted to get to the uh, NHL and uh, the Dole interview real quick if I got a few minutes. Uh, so Rangers was it uh, Wednesday? I think it was. Yeah, they blew that. Do you see that game in Toronto? They blew yeah. that last that late, like last minute lead, and then Marner 15 seconds into overtime, they just let him skate right into the zone, and he did, did like a like a 180 wraparound around the circuit. It was unbelievable. I mean. The veterans that game, they were just non-factors. If anything, the kid line, that was probably their best game of the year. 
Nito had two goals. There's this clip of Kako had a really solid defensive shift, and Lafreniere was solid for his standards. But the, the veterans are complete non-factors. This game, uh, tonight they look a little better. But, yeah, that was just an ugly showing, and then they had a solid game against Florida. But, you know, Devils and Rangers are staying the course, and, you know, the Islanders are dropping off a little. So it's getting a little interesting here down the stretch, and we got the trade deadline coming up. And I think it's a month and a half, two months. I think it's early March it is. But it's getting interesting here down the stretch in the Metro. And then uh, one more thing with the Knicks. I heard the Dolan, I heard, heard a little bit of the Dolan interview today. And I saw they wrote an article about him on uh, ESPN. They brought it up. And uh, they took a, a quote out of it saying that, like, uh, it's kind of paraphrasing here, but saying he has no regrets. He sees no uh, flaws in Leon Rose and thinks he's perfect for the job. I mean, that's a disgrace. Even you see uh, yesterday on TNT, they announced the All-Star Stars. You know, three, three out of the five Easter, uh, starters in the East, you could have made very realistic cases for them being Knicks in the last few years. Obviously, you know, the Mitchell rumors uh, this past offseason, you know, it looked like for a while, it looked like a foregone, foregone conclusion. It looked like it was all but the, the ink hit in the paper that he was going to be a Nick, and then obviously he gets traded to Cleveland. And the rest is history. He's putting up 70 points day in and day out. He he spoke on that. You know, he even said his son wanted him. And he's not going to rip his guy. He's not going to rip Leon Rose. He said they're making progress, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. They're looking to slowly improve. And coming off of the win, beating the number one team in the East last night, uh, you know, there's not much you can really say about what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing their thing right now. Ross, thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate you always. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.